it is becoming quite autumny, right? Autumny, autumny, automation. It's it's f just fall, folly. Yeah. I mean, the leaves are like turning orange. The leaves are getting orange and brown and yellow and red. Oh, and the rains, there's more Rain. stormy, more misty. I don't know how it's for the rest of the world, but the Netherlands is getting kind of stormy, misty. Yeah. A lot of mist Lots these of days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very spooky. Recently, I was walking down to, to, my, to my job thing, and then it was misty. The leaves were like all on the ground. It was falling in slow motion. It was so serene, but also, you know, a little bit, I was feeling the vibes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I have been getting into the vibes for, of course, <laughs> yeah. Halloween, which is why you're here. Hopefully, hopefully, it's by welcome to the Halloween episode, which is the first of two Halloween episodes, just like last year. So now we're recording the the episode, which is sort of your 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 regular geeky guys episode, but with a Halloween twist. And then next next, next episode, we will do something spookily special or specially spooky, something. Along yeah, those lines. we're not gonna spoil what. But you no, know, we're it, it's gonna be you'll, something. You'll special. find out. It'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, so um, kick back and listen to us talking about the geek stuff in a Halloween little jacket. We have here in front of us. Yes, so we prepared some cocktails. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, they're Halloween cocktails, or at least we tried to make them as Halloween y as possible. Can I take one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank take you. The, take the. So, Kim, can you walk us through what's in this cocktail and what makes it Halloween y? All right, so we thought, what is a Halloween flavor? And we thought, you know, pumpkin spice, but we don't have any pumpkin spice here in the Netherlands. So we thought, what's close to it? Cinnamon, that's the that's yeah. ingredient. Uh, ginger, um, that's is ginger ale, of course. A ginger bit. ale, yeah. Uh, we put some orange juice and some apple juice because that is yeah, like sort the, of fall-like fruits. Exactly, yeah. and and the drink is orange as well, so that's, that's yes, perfect. it it's like truly pumpkin-esque orange. Yes, you can yeah. look at the pictures. Oh yeah, we yeah, we, we, we spent some time making nice cocktail pictures. And the last ingredient, don't forget, is the dark rum. Yes, which there's quite some bits of it in there. So I love it. Shall we just take a clean? Yeah. Clean? So what we're doing just a taste test, right? This is rating this Halloween cocktail. <laughs> yeah. We just shared the recipe with you, so you can make it yourself, make your own version. Yeah. Maybe it's gonna Let be shit. Let us know how it turns out. <laughs> we don't know. There's also like a, a, a special little bitter, bitter thing oh, in it. Yeah, right? I forgot with that. Like a, like a yeah, herbs and spices. Yeah, herbs and spices. They call it the Very bitter nice. truth. Bitter truth. Uh, oh, you have this nice skull glass. Yes, it's it's so Halloween. Let's just uh, right. cheers. Let's dink. 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 Cheers, mate. To a happy Halloween. Wow. All right. This is an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Walk us through the experience. Well, it's quite sour, which, mm. right? I did not expect that. Which I like, actually. It's really nice. The rum mm. is very present. The rum is very present. But it's not too much. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like a, it, it's kind of like a fruit pie, like an apple pie with a bit of an orange twist to it. I see. Also because of the cinnamon. And it's nice because we, we sprinkled some little cinnamon on top and oh, that yeah, sort of gives it the, the, um, you know, you don't drink it, but you smell it while drinking it. So it, it makes that the whole experience. Uh, yeah. Okay. What is your, what is your, uh, oh yeah. We, we put eat, some, eat some candy with it. Candy, yeah. Do you candy. put it in there? Or uh, I, I, I don't dip it in dip, there. We're dipping the, the candy in the juice. I think the sourness is, uh, it caught me a bit of guard. Mm. It smells different than it tastes, right? It smells like it should have been a bit sweet. It smells mostly of orange. Uh, or of orange, of cinnamon, I mean. It smells of cinnamon. Yeah, it smells of cinnamon, but mm. it's, uh, I mean, I quite like it actually. I'm getting deeper into the drink and now it tastes differently. It tastes better. 
I think, yeah, I think I would have liked to use ginger beer for this. Just ginger beer, yeah, it's much stronger because we use ginger ale, but ginger beer would have been a st stronger ginger flavor, right? Right, and a bit more sweet, mm. which I would have liked, I think. Very nice. Mm. I like it, actually. I think it's good. Nice. Um, some. It's definitely quite refreshing. <laughs> I don't think cocktail. it's too boozy, right? It's it's not like, too boozy, no. no. What name does, would you give this cocktail? Because we didn't give it any name. We didn't give it a name. That's a good question, actually. I would call it... I don't know. A pumpkin... Surprise. Pumpkin surprise. Because it's surprising and it looks like a pumpkin. But, but it, it isn't, isn't. Which is surprising. Which is surprising. That's a terrible name. <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Make the cocktail Great. for yourself. Maybe we'll, it's good. Yeah, make it. We'll drink this during the episode, I think. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll get, get more and more drunk. Increasingly yeah. drunk and then Which get is, more deranged. We didn't, we didn't know this one was going to be the drunk episode, but it is now. Surprise. surprise. Pumpkin surprise. Um, so yeah, did you, did you maybe to get into the Halloween mood? Did you watch any good Halloween films, horror films, play games, whatever? Mm. Do you have any recommendations for me and for our listeners? I did watch recently the film Nope by uh, Jordan Peele. Is that a horror film? And well, that's the part that I wanted to get into. It feels like a horror film because you know Jordan Peele makes horror films, yeah. And the trailer looked like a horror film, but it's really not that much of a horror film. Right. So, so I got in with the expectation of a horror film and then I was surprised. Right. Um, you asked for recommendation. I don't think I will recommend this. It's no, not a recommendation, so it's nope. It's a nope. Nope. Yeah. You shouldn't watch this. Which is very meta. Which is, which is uh, interesting, right? Because The Candyman, I think, received a lot of praise. Or is The Candyman not by Jordan Peele? I thought it was. Mm, might be. Or Us? Us was by Jordan Peele and Get Out as well. Yeah, and Us, Us was really good, right? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. but I've seen that. I would recommend that. That's actually the recommendation. Nice. Skip Nope and go for uh, Go Us. for Us. At nice. least in terms of horror. Nope was an interesting movie. That's another topic. Good one. Good uh, one. Have you seen anything interesting or played a game I have. I, I recently started, which is a show that's already been on Netflix for ages, it seems like, but I only just started it, The Haunting of Hill House. Nice. And it's really good, actually. And I learned it's based on a, on a book, which I didn't know. Oh. Um, it's based on, a, based on a book by, I don't know which writer, I forgot. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a nice uh, version of it. And uh, it's... It's scary enough, but it's not that scary that, you know, you're having bad dreams or bad nights about it. Mm. So that's, I think it hits the sweet spot in nice. that sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And sometimes they go, they go a bit, you know, uh, tropey with it. It's, right. it's very, you know, it's very classic horror right. in, in a lot of uh, ways, I mean, which I like about it. In a name, it's even in the name, The Haunting of Hill House. It just feels a house exactly. the hill. Haunting of a house, haunting of Exactly. Us. They, they really get into that Halloween horror vibe. And I think that's very nice. Yeah. And it has sort of a modern day twist on it. It takes the good things from modern horror, but applies it to yeah. sort of an 80s horror feel, like mm, classic 80s yeah. horror feel, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, I've been watching that recently. Nice. That's it. Yeah, I like it quite a bit. Nice. I've seen it before as well. I think I showed you the first episode like way back. Yeah, way back. Yeah. And, that, and it's just... What I what I I saw that too, and I thought the um, the show is a bit. It's like it feels like it's a, like a children's movie in a way, like like like, you know, the plot has that of a children's movie. If you uh, yeah. take out all the adult stuff, okay, that's that's a bad explanation. I'm trying to say it feels like they are mixing this sort of a family drama thing, which feels like a kids movie, yeah, but just with horror infused stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, badly explained. What I what I really like about it is that it. It's not just scary for being scary. The, the, it's scary and it goes into what the psychological effects of the scary, scary uh, going, goings on are on the yeah. uh, characters. And I really like that because it's sort of this more layered and deep uh, analysis of what fear and what uh, traumatic experiences can do to somebody. It's interesting. Which, I mean, it's not realistic at all, but it, <laughs> it does. It's an interesting way 
to go about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You see those characters react diff differently to it. Uh, that's what makes it. And there's like exactly few of that's them. really nice. It's yeah. like I think for everyone, like I think it, it speaks to all those. There's like at least one character that would probably speak to the way you would deal with fear or traumatic experiences. Exactly. Like this way, it's like exactly. It broadly, so that's clever. Yeah. So. Go watch it. I won't uh, spoil anything about it, but it's really nice. Go watch it. Maybe if you're a scaredy cat like me, watch it with somebody. Yeah. Uh, because I wouldn't go watch this alone myself. But you know, <laughs> it's, it's like up to you. It's up to you. Of scaredness. Right? Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not. Just I mean, it's, 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 it's way cool. scarier than, for example, Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things is really kind of uh, accessible, and you can watch that on your own. But then, yeah. this is just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I saw that. It's been out for four years. It premiered four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, so it's 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 old. Maybe as I said, it. it's been on Netflix for quite some time. Well, go watch it. Also, Michiel Heisman plays in it, which oh, is a Dutch actor. Is that the writer? Yeah, 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 yeah Stephen. Yeah. yeah, or not? It's the other one. Yeah, no, it's the it's Stephen. Yeah, right. So, all right. Talking about stuff we would recommend and talking about sweet stuff. This is a bad segue. There's candy. There is candy here. And I put should it we, in a little bowl. Should we bowl. just try some? Yeah. Because last year we tried candy, so we decided maybe this year we should try a cocktail, but then we couldn't sort of let go of the idea that candy. Candy. Yeah. yeah. Candy. And uh, we found some nice themed ones. I'm just going to do some ASMR stuff here. My Good. apologies. Yeah. I'll leave you to it. All right. So, we have a monster mix and a. Jelly-filled skulls, and then also some Dracula teeth. Very nice. Let's uh, let's dig into those. Yes. Uh, let's see. You want some jelly-filled skulls? I would like uh, to try a jelly-filled skull. Mm, Why not? Jelly-filled skull coming right I'm up. I'm curious. So here we go. Ooh, they are shaped like skulls. They look nice. Uh, de deformed, but shaped like skulls. What's the taste like? Uh, I'll tell about it. You eat. I'll talk a bit about what I experienced. <laughs> it's extremely sweet, first of all. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, the the the, the how do you call it, the glazure on your teeth? The uh, I don't know how. It's yeah. Like, the outside shell. Yeah, <laughs> like like the thing on your teeth. It's it sort of cracks immediately if you take a bite out of this. But it's um, I mean, it's just candy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but there's a sort of a jellyish thing inside of it, which to me doesn't make sense with skulls. No, no, it's the it's the it's is the it brains. The, is it the leftover brains? Yeah, which which I've totally not rotten away. They refilled the skulls with brains. I think that's weird, but uh, I think it's lovely. I'll take it. <laughs> Let's do another one. Let's take a monster mix. These are great. Look, there's um, fangs, of course, and the same skulls. I think yeah. there's like fucking brains in there and and and, and eyeballs. Eyeballs. Let's teeth also. Let's let's do the eyeballs, right? Those, yeah. those look sick. Okay. And the brain also. Let's take one. I want your opinion on the brain. I'm very curious. This is an eyeball. I'll take the eyeball. And I will search for another eyeball. Because you know, eyeballs always come in pairs. My god, the eyeball is really tough. Well, it's not easy being an eye catcher. And not tasty also. <laughs> Spoilers. It's sort of it kind of tastes like a, a much better version of the Halloween brain we had last year. Oh, do you remember that? Yeah. That was a bad experience. That was bad. If you guys had, haven't listened to the last year's episode, we had a sort of a big squishy Halloween Halloween brain candy yeah, thing. Yeah, it was large. It was awful. It, was, it, was, it came in this sort of um, blood jam. And, yeah. and none, none of the parts tasted good. Mm. I'm gonna taste it. Also, it was like way too tough to get through. Which these eyeballs are also kind of tough. How do they do that? Yeah, I mean, it's jelly. How can it be tough? I think there's just a lot of gelatin in there, like too much probably. Yeah, that's very Halloween. Also, it doesn't really taste. It it tastes so obviously chemical, right? Yeah, these aren't any good. It's not like, no, I just don't like it. I'll but taste the brains. They look awful. Oh, awesome. Amazingly scary. He's munching on it. Mm. What does he think? Right, so it's. I think it's like strawberry flavor, which isn't my favorite, but if you like strawberry, that's nice. Very sweet again, but the texture is kind of good on the brains. Because they have a, a bit of a harder underlayer and then like that very soft, 
candy that your teeth sort of slide through. Oh yeah. It's the top layer. That's really nice. Amazing. Sort of an interesting textual experience. <laughs> it's almost as if you're eating on real brains. Something like that, yeah. Awesome. Nice. I guess that'll um I I've had enough candy. That'll wrap it up, I think. Yeah, That's enough candy for us. Um should we go to the next segment? Let's we've been we've been talking about candy and Halloween things for ages, but we have some actual interesting stuff to talk about. For real, don't go away, please. black suit. Its skin is pale and its face has no ears, no eyes and no mouth. Its arms stretch to inhum into inhumane lengths and its fingers are as unnaturally long. It starts with a feeling of being watched and then you see it. It stands there watching. You cannot run. The last thing you see are its tentacles stretching towards you and its pale featureless face. Scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we talking about? If you have not recognized this, this is of course a description of Mr. Slenderman. Mm. The Slenderman. So for those of us who, who don't know what the Slenderman is, can you please explain us to us a bit what is the phenomenon known as Slenderman? So Slenderman, if you have indeed missed it, was this sort of huge phenomenon that happened in the early, I say, 2010s until, yeah. until say like five years ago it's this figure this iconic horror scary figure that um, was really popular in pop culture and uh, yeah. the internet fora so there were games made of it uh, lots of what, what do you call it like the sort of uh, TV not TV shows but YouTube shorts Yeah, uh, people writing fan fictions also lots of cos cosplay that's a big one and even a full feature film I think at some point yeah, and a yeah. documentary so it's, Crazy! It's it's, it's taken. It, it's a it, huge it thing. Yeah, and we as teenagers were huge fans of Slenderman. Yeah. Right? So especially the games, but just a, the just very interested in the phenomenon. So we decided for this Halloween we might take a look at it, because Slenderman is a perfect case study for something that is called creepy pastas, which it began. Creepy pastas began as emails being passed around in the like early days of the internet, yeah. where people would send each other emails of scary stories with some kind of promise or a threat even, you know, if you didn't send uh, this message further to anybody else and something might come get you. Right. And I called those creepy pastas, but it sort of evolved into just urban myths, uh, scary folklore that is passed around on the internet. And Slenderman is a great example of this. Yeah. Um, so why is this interesting? Right. So the thing is, I think we stumbled upon it when it already uh, gained a lot of like traction, a lot of like, uh, what do you say, like, like yeah, like um, yeah, traction, traction. And the thing was, I remember reading in with it, uh, saying to some, oh look at this, blah blah. The thing is, you can find lots of folk, sort of like backstory, lore about Slenderman yeah. on the internet, and we thought it was real, or in a way, we thought you came up with this sort of article called the Grosse Mann, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, tall yeah, man, yeah. German tall man. And I uh, describing a man made of branches being very tall, stalking children. Yeah. And thinking, damn. I think it, it was it was like a German myth or something. Yeah. 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 So what I found while researching this, that, that was actually like a <laughs> piece of like a myth, a fiction. Yeah. It was part of the fiction of something. Yeah. And somebody we, somebody made it up is what you're exactly, saying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So basically you found out we're stupid fucks. We're stupid. Or we, fuck. we, we were stupid teens, fucks right, as teenagers, right? right? So what's Who is it a stupid fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a teenager. <laughs> it's fine, but we, we really believed in it. Yeah. The thing is, um what is cool about it is that Slenderman is this sort of figure, this sort of story yeah. that's made out of lots of tiny little details, tiny little little stories. Yeah. It's like trans trans it's not bound to one fiction, one narrative. Exactly. And that makes it almost it makes it different than just a mm. scary story. I think it's also like the, the different people adding different parts to it, right? Somebody writes an article, somebody makes a short. It's it becomes this sort of combined storytelling thing. Yeah. Like which is communal sort of you know, that's so cool to yeah. me. I don't know why exactly, but the just the yeah, sort of communicating to each other, yeah. So the, the way the way that Sunderman started was there was this sort of like contact 
contest online uh, where they uh, sort of created pictures, Photoshop pictures of something scary, something supernatural. And two pictures were made by some uh, some guy, I don't, don't know his name, Knudsen, Knudsen is, the back, is his last name. Sure, yeah. Uh, and what he did, he wrote two tiny little pieces of fiction uh, under the under the photos. And it's a picture of, well, the Slender Man as we know it. And the story, the, the, the fiction he wrote under it was something along the lines of he stalks children and, and the children disappear now, something like this. Yes. That's where they think it started. That's where they pinpointed it. Right. And from there on, that's exactly what happened. It became a bit popular. It got creepy passed out, so it was sent around. Yeah. And then people started adding to it. Uh, someone wrote, or someone made like a, a YouTube short film thing, and it just gained traction. Uh, at some point, the that game way, was made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Slenderman, the eight pages. And that's, I think, where we got in contact. Got in contact. Yeah, that's why we. I, I remember, I remember, I think my first experience with Slenderman was the video game. Mm -hmm. Like the very, the very, because there have been multiple versions, but the very first video game, which was like really crappy. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, what basically walking around in the woods, collecting eight sort of collecting eight pages, pages, and the guy before he you. caught you, you know, or usually he, he, he gets you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's just how it sort of it becomes. Uh, it's almost like it's um, they tell a story through fragmented pieces of narrative, right? Yeah. Um, I like you put it very succinctly. It's it's like a piece of folklore. It becomes an urban myth. It becomes the modern version of telling a spooky uh, story around yeah. a campfire. Yeah. Um, and I read something interesting. Someone says, um, I'm going to scroll real quick if I can find it. But it was something along the lines of one of the reasons they think uh, it has become so popular is that it's, people can own a bit of it. It's Right. It's like some autonomy over it. It's easy yeah. to give your own twist to the story or incorporate the Slender Man into your own so stories. Why do you think that specifically, because there have been like plethora of, of right. these types of sort of urban myths and tales that have been started by somebody, why do you think Slender Man specifically succeeded? Interesting. I think. Do you have uh, an idea? I think I remember, I think streamers and YouTubers say like the, the influencers of. of now, back then, they would play lots of horror games. I think that was just yeah. a trend back then. Yeah. You had, of course, PewDiePie, Markiplier, and a few others playing Amnesia, Jacksepticeye. Yeah. Um, and I think Slender Man 8 Pages just came at around the right time for those streamers or YouTubers to play those games. And yeah. that's, in a way, sort of exposes a lot of young people to the Slender Man. Maybe it's just sort of a luck of the draw, is what you're saying. I think so. Or, I just, or just intentional good timing by the developers of this game? I, I Maybe? don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who made the games, actually. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the right time where internet was prolific enough and you had big people sharing, like the YouTubers sharing that stuff. And right, right. The thing about Slenderman also, I think it's just because of the adaptability to your stories and the way it's sort of like accessible. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very scary accessible. story, but it's not... It's not like a like like a niche audience thing. It's just a scary yeah. boogeyman. It's also like a, a very simple premise, right? This this guy that follows you has no features. If you see him too many times, then it means he's coming to get you. Yeah, and there's no escaping it. Basically, which there, is captivating. There's right? a yeah, it's captivating, and there's a lot of things you can add onto it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's and that's just. I think that's why this one is popular. Um, yeah. I think that's just it. Yeah. Maybe it's interesting, uh, you tell me if it's interesting to, to, to through Slenderman, sort of take a look at this phenomenon that we call creepypastas. So I, I wrote down the question, what, what makes a good creepypasta? Right. Or what makes a, a creepypasta popular? Um, do you have any idea? Yeah, so creepypasta, you, you already explained in the beginning, but it's just the ease of sort of sharing it, right? You just copy and paste it. Often there are very short stories that are maybe yeah. a paragraph long, sometimes a bit longer, or even a scary image, like a man standing there. Yeah. The the way sort of like the the nature of this sort of this format is that it's so easily shareable, right? right? I can tell you, in, I can share it within five minutes of you, yeah. and then you get the idea of so the scariness. A good a good creepy pasta should be very accessible, very yeah easy to share. Exactly. Yeah. I think so too. I think also looking at most good creepy pastas, I think it. It has to be scary, obviously, because it's creepy, but it also has to have a sort of ungraspable element to it, uh, a bit of a weirdness, I feel, 
thinking, for example, about the back rooms, nice. which uh, is one of the one of the, the more contemporary ones. Yeah, right? one of the more contemporary ones. Which, if you don't know the back rooms, it's this sort of video series, kind of found footage esque, where uh, somebody is in a space that's sort of between universes. It's a like a limbo, kind of. Yeah, they, they call it. But it's in sort of, sort of an endless, empty office room. It feels like. Yeah, they call the sort of liminal spaces. Yeah, places that are that exist, but they're not there. Something like exactly, this. Yeah. exactly, and. Um, Looking at that, there's something very mysterious about it. And the same is with Slenderman. Something you don't know what the background is, so your imagination can start to fill in those details. And right. that's what makes it engaging. Right. Because you have something to add to it yourself. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. You know, and to, to add on to this sort of feeling of, you said, unease or sort of... Mysterious, mysterious yeah, yeah, something ungraspable. Some, something I noticed with all, all of them, and I'm gonna uh, mention another uh, piece of uh, creepypasta here, is that they're all, they're all like internet born, but they're always told through this sort of found footage material. Right. It's yeah. always as if you're looking at evidence, so pictures or yeah. directly found footage films or uh, sort of supposed witness yeah. accounts or, or detective at least, police. Or at least reports. like the best ones are, right? The, yeah, the, the ones most, that yeah. stick. Yeah. yeah. Another one of these are is called SCP or Secure Contain Protect. This is a uh, sort of fiction wherein this foundation called the SCP Foundation right. handles the tracking down and investigation of sort of supernatural objects. It's like the premise of the game Control uh, for you guys out there. It's right. like it's like the Ministry of Magic uh, containing magical items. Exactly, it's not exactly or except it's not magic. It's supernatural and usually deadly stuff. Yeah, and it's. The perfect platform to put all kinds of creepy, weird monsters or objects, like like a doorway that leads to nothing, or a staircase that doesn't end but kills you, or sheet music that makes you sick, stuff like that. Right. The, Interesting. Yeah. The thing I noticed with all with SCP and the Slenderman, also the back rooms, it feels like it could be there. It's always grounded as if it exists in this yeah. reality, but not quite because it exists on the internet. Exactly. I I wrote down the exact same thing while preparing for this. It should feel like it could exist in the real world the way it's photographed or filmed or brought to you but the things that happen in it are not real world yeah so it it feels like something outer worldly is happening in the real world but it's just the internet of course nice. and and that got me thinking also how does the way the internet is set up and works does that influence this do you think yeah absolutely but i think especially in this age where we sort of always require proof, right? I think before the internet existed, people could say, I saw a Bigfoot or a UFO, and you had to uh, you know, rely on the witness account. Nowadays, we can just say, no, I want to see the proof. You know, yeah. It has to be filmed, because in this age of sort of like information, like overload, we can only take it as proof, uh, well, not considering AI and deep fakes and stuff. Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, another discussion, not considering that, um, we, we, we require proof for something to feel believable, and they right. provide this right. sort of proof. I mean, it's obviously fake. Every Maybe when you're not when you're a teenager, but when you're older, you, you know it's not real, but you can't suspend your disbelief, and, and you do so willingly because you like the story. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we're willing to believe it because it's entertaining, it engages us, it triggers our imagination, which is... And that's also an interesting question. Like, why are we obsessed with with scary things, right? Why do we why do we watch horror? Why maybe even if we find horror films scary, do we still watch it through the fingers of our hands? You know, yeah. At the scary moments, we might cover our eyes, but still peek a bit. Why is that? What's that's this sort of an interesting, right? interesting fascination, right? Absolutely. Or at least we both have that. Yeah, I know. yeah. And we're both but, scaredy cats as well. Like we are very right. We're sensitive to spooky things. Yeah, we love it. But we still like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, Halloween is probably my favorite time of the year. Oh yeah. I, I know it's yours. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's an interesting question. I think it might. I don't know. There's there's multiple explanations for it. One thing is obviously sort of the evolutional thing where you have to be ready for any type of danger. So even if you find it scary, you have to sort of, sort of it, engage right? with it yeah. and, and and face it in a way to know that you are going to be safe and to know what way to react. Right. But then, you know, it's it's sort of, we're so far away from that thing where now we're living in a society where we're, most of the times we're, we're safe, at least in, in the area we live in. 
Um, so it's interesting. I feel it's in an interesting sort of, yeah. Yeah. I think also maybe it has something to do with, I don't know what the, what you think about this, but fear is sort of a binding factor between uh, different people, right? So you, you, fear is sort of a sh can be a shared experience. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's something to, to, to gather together and even, you know, as a more of like a safety thing. If you if look at, at cavemen, right? If they encounter a scary fucking tiger, it's nice to just huddle around, tell to each other, I saw a tiger. Yeah. His teeth were so long like this and you walk there and yeah. there. I mean, it's almost essential. Yeah. The way it is, you just gather around and it's a way of, you know, getting intimate in a way, right? You're yeah. shared. Yeah, you're, through it's a shared experience. Yeah, exactly. A way of way of interacting with each other and socializing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just, it's almost like you're going through an ordeal being like a scary story, except it's just a story. Yeah. It's almost like playing, right? It's almost like you're willingly placing yeah. yourself yeah. in this fiction. You're imagining yourself being there. And that's, that's like the, also probably the most powerful thing about just stories in general is that it's a, it's a way to sort of play around in a fictional version of the world, sort of preparing yourself for the real yeah, world or yeah. exercising certain things. I think fear has, has a special place in that. Absolutely. So as to a, me. It's like an educate, almost like an educational sort of device, right? right? Yeah. It yeah. has to be. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we willingly expose ourselves to it. And I, I think that's also a big reason of why these scary pastas work so well and, and have become so popular. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think yeah. that's basically it really. Then, just, then one question I had, um, maybe to sort of round off the subject, I don't know. There's probably loads to talk about, but is, are creepypastas a good or a bad thing or sort of a gray area? I see. So what is your take on this? I, I really like this question because while researching Slenderman, I came across this uh, story and I, and I remember it back in the day also reading that, that actually there was a wave of a wave or a few crimes happened in, in the States, I think, that were surrounding the Slenderman. Really? Uh, one of them, well, I'll, I'll, let's not get into details, but one of them was just about the, 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 like the, the perpetrator of the, the crime yeah. saying, uh, I have, I'm in contact with Slenderman, right. as well as other things, right? It, it, it turned out it was a teenager, exactly. Yeah. But you know how it goes, maybe in the States as well. There was this sort of panic surrounding Slenderman, uh, and they blamed sort of the story about, and, and the guy that made it, that yeah. made the Slenderman, the Knudsen, they blamed him for this sort of influencing children to do this, or teenagers. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's an interesting wrinkle to it. Um, that being said, I think... I think that's just not the fault of Slenderman, like the creepypasta itself. I think that's just yeah. vulnerable people, vulnerable people. That's yeah, and maybe that. and maybe a, a, a kid that is sort of not in the right place mentally, uh, holding on to something that's uh, there. But right. you know, if Slenderman weren't there, it would have been another thing. It might have been Pennywise, or it might have been some you know. demon from D and D. But it so yeah. That being left there, I think. For the reasons we discussed just before now, it has this educational function. It has this way of sparking creativity, right? And lots of cool things come out of it. Games, yeah. TV or uh, YouTube shows, I want to say. People that make fan art cosplays. Yeah. As well as sort of engaging with fear. I guess it grows us, right? It, I think we require exactly. it. Like, like last episode or one episode, we talked about uh, why pop culture so... Uh, sort of popular why it has yeah, place yeah. in society and it said something it's one of our sort of needs or it has become one of our needs to think about things outside of our life now right, right. Uh, like 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 not escapism but fantasy imagination yeah we need this to yeah. be fulfilled and i think this fear is exactly that sort of need i think i think you're absolutely right i wrote down approximately the same thing where <laughs> one at first might think these things are sort of just entertainment or just a sort of fun, scary thing. But it speaks to the, I think, the collective storytelling element of it, something everybody can contribute to, something everybody can help stay alive. And it does. We see examples of this in Slenderman, in the back rooms, in SCP, um, where people keep these things alive, even though nobody's really in, in charge of it, in quotation marks anymore. Um, where they take on sort of a life of their own, it speaks to a greater need for, for stories that connect people around the world and for 
Um, you know, as we said in the last episode where we talked about the influence of pop culture, mm -hmm. the sort of religion fading away, the mythology part of it also yeah. becoming less important, we sort of need new stories to, to give our life meaning and to sort of give context to uh, how to live your life, how yeah. to act in certain situations, which is what, what religion for a lot of people used to do, but now, you know, yeah, yeah it has been superseded or yeah. at least been sharing his place I guess yeah so in that sense I think it's a good thing and and as you said can Slenderman or the creators of really be blamed for something that's linked to it by some somebody who's already not in a good place to start with you know that's yeah yeah I think no I think that's just separate in a way yeah, yeah I exactly would, yeah I would I would agree on this I think it's a, a positive thing, a good thing Right, I, I, that's maybe uh, you can say a lot about the internet. There's there's a lot of bad things <laughs> yeah, about it, yeah. but one of the things I like is the way it can connect people through sort of uh, collective storytelling and, yeah. uh, or shared sort of like interest or fascination yeah. for a certain something. Yeah. Sort of, sort of, it's sort of like cultural heritage in a way, but, but through but stories. Yeah, 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 and 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 crossing most cultures and crossing cultures and boundaries and exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. I mean, that's amazing. And existing in some place, not bound to time because of the internet. Oh, yeah, man, it's so cool. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good conclusion to this. I love it. So, so for you people, um, um, <laughs> just maybe I think it's interesting to look, take a look into some of these creepy pastas. Just typing creepy pasta on. On yeah, Google, you'll, you'll find, find loads stuff. of stuff. I think there's a website dedicated to it also where they oh, gather loads of uh, the popular ones. Nice, yeah. I think it's yeah. just a good way of finding sort of, you know, horror, horror, horror stories. Yeah, if you're interested in yeah. in that and if, you, if you're if you a bit of a scaredy cat like us, maybe do it with somebody else, which is <laughs> honestly a better experience also. Shared yeah. fears, always better yeah, than, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Nice. Good. Awesome. So, the next segment, we thought it'd be really interesting to do some deadly dilemmas, and especially Halloween-themed. <laughs> Halloween I wanted to say deadly dilemmas. Deadly dilemmas. You know, yeah, they're very deadly. And that's chainsaw. Let me take a sip of my cocktail. That's how deadly they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually downloaded this little sort of Ouija board app thing. My I God, thought a digital Ouija board. Yeah, that's how I couldn't get a real Yeah, yeah I couldn't get a real one. We're just, we're just not... We're just so sort of pulled away from reality. <laughs> we need everything to be digital. Yeah. Digital realm, the digital, digital world, Halloween stuff. Oh God, stop this! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for like a like a sort of um, pop cultural Ouija board, right? With, with Master Chief or some kind of Halo thing that I that could be find. cool. I couldn't find anything, so I got it's just like a Ouija board. App. Yeah, it's called it's called the Ouija, Ouija app, I think. Yeah. Is it just call it that way? <laughs> it's just called that way. So what can we do with this? So. App? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna start it up real quick. Um, yeah. So, so the instructions were: you can ask a question. It says, "Ask if you dare," and then you can give it two sort of options to pick from. Oh, so you give it a dilemma, and it and it, it answers this for you, I guess. Amazing. I haven't really tried it. We can maybe ask something like. Let's let's try it. Maybe do a test one first. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so well, what's nice? Well, oh, oh uh, we can choose right. What's what's better, like uh, Halloween or Christmas, or what's the best? Oh, sure. We, yeah. What's better, Halloween or Christmas? That's if it says Christmas, I'm gonna yell at it. <laughs> A Ouija board saying that Christmas is better than Halloween. Yeah, you can yeah, imagine right. that. Let's see. Oh, it's Halloween. Of it's course. Halloween, of course. Ooh, yeah. and it says a, a creepy little quote. It says, "Didn't we bury your grandma a year ago?" Ew. That's kind of disturbing. Nice. Okay, great app. I love it. Random quote also. <laughs> yeah. Did we bury <laughs> grandma a year ago? That's interesting. Yes. Ending. Both my grandmothers have been dead for a very long time, so mm -hmm. I don't think we buried her I, or I, the other her a year ago. <laughs> I wouldn't hope so. That's interesting. Let's... Um, so, yeah. yeah, should we ask it the first dilemma and then we'll debate if we agree, I guess? Yeah, well, let's do that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, so, the first dilemma um, is alien 
or Pennywise, which is scarier? All right, Alien or Pennywise. So that that would yeah. be Alien from the film Alien, right? R- exactly, Ridley the, the Ridley Scott Alien designed by H.R. Geiger. And Alien. Pennywise, of course, from It, the famous novel by Stephen King and also a pretty good movie in the 80s and a pretty good movie well, wasn't it a TV a series years in the ago? 80s? And was it a TV series? Or there was something, there was something, well, whatever. There was a TV show at some point. Okay, let's All see. right, let's ask it the question. The Ouija Which board. is scarier? Alien or Pennywise? It's Pennywise. <laughs> and then it All says, right. they live in the walls. <laughs> Pennywise lives in the they, walls. They, is they referring to Pennywise? Uh, that's actually a terrifying thought. Yeah, that's not nice. It actually, it, it made a little, little spooky animation thing. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, so Pennywise is scarier than Alien. It says. What is your thought on this, Kim? Mm, okay, uh, let's let's play the devil's advocate. Hand yeah. Devils. So Pennywise is scary because I guess because Pennywise sort of manipulates children in thinking or seeing scary things. Yeah. He knows the fears of the children in a way that's very powerful sure. yeah. and spooky. So I guess that's, that's why. That's kind of scary. But yeah. But I like Alien more, and and it's an alien that's unknowable. But it's not about liking it more. It's about which is scarier. Yes, but I still like Alien more, and <laughs> it doesn't matter which is scarier. Okay. Okay. I, so if you were in a dark alleyway, or just yeah, you yeah. randomly woke up <laughs> yeah, at night, right. would you rather have Pennywise in your room or? Alien, mm. because I would say alien anytime. Right. Because, Why would you say this? Well, because Pennywise fucks with you mentally. Right. It makes you see stuff that isn't there. He's weird himself. <laughs> He's he can, weird. <laughs> he, he can transform into stuff. He transforms into spider at some point. Yeah, that's true. Alien is just a murderous alien which you can kill Fair with enough. guns and swords fire. and fire. Fire, really yeah. Fire. So, okay. That's okay. that's why I I would say that the app is right. Pennywise is scarier. I will disagree. You know why? Because you know, especially in the alleyway situation, you have Pennywise, you have the alien. Pennywise usually fucks with you before he kills you, but he maybe he does it over a longer period of time, right? I so you know. have a bigger chance to to escape yeah, or get back. Because because if the alien is in your sort of vicinity, like within twenty right, meters, sure. you're dead. I mean, it just spits the sort of I thought he has acidic like spit, or he shoots the sort of face right. hoggers, and then you're done for. And All right, just the, the 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 alien is deadlier, but is it scarier? I don't know. Maybe it's just because Pennywise is a scary clown guy. He is scary clown, and in a way, uh, look at the alien. He's so nice. Oh, he's he is terrifying. He is terrifying. I'm gonna say no to the app. No, I think I'll say yes. Still, mm. I I do agree. You make a compelling argument about alien being deadlier. That's true. All right. Well, one for the app. Not uh, is this a, is this some kind of game? Well, let's just not rate it. That's, <laughs> it's, it's just five out of ten. It's an interesting discussion. <laughs> All right. So next, uh, the, I wanted to say next segment, but next dilemma: Would you rather fight zombies or demons? Ooh, zombies or demons? Let's That's see. a good question. Like fighting, fighting, or in a zombie apocalypse, or like a, I don't know. Yeah, so zombie apocalypse versus demon apocalypse. <laughs> demon apocalypse sounds ominous. Okay, let's hit it. Ooh. It's demons. And, it, and the text says, you are truly never alone. That's wholesome. Wholesome, yeah. And terrifying. <laughs> because God. I, I, My cocktail is already done. I can't take another sip. That's that is, sad. What a shame. We this should would do be more a cocktails. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> cocktail moment. All right, so. Uh, it's demon. Demon apocalypse better. Do we agree? Mm. Do we agree? Okay, so in my situation, I have no clue how to fight demons. Same. What what rules do the demons operate by? Are you like demons as in the exorcist or demons like doom? Because I, I think demons, let's do demons in the classic sense. You know, right. wings, horns. Possessing or no? Because that's a bit different. Are they possessive demons? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, possessive, they, they really want their stuff. <laughs> I don't think I agree with the app. I, I'd rather fight zombies than demons. Okay, and why is this? Because zombies are slow. Yeah. They're slow. If you cut their heads off, they're done. Mm-hmm. Who knows what a demon can do? Okay. They can make scary deals with you. They can, you know, they have weapons also. They're a lot smarter than zombies. They're it's just, I'd, I'd much rather fight zombies. Okay, so how would I you think 
That's the thing, probably. I think I can outsmart the zombies. Right, right. But I don't think I can outsmart a demon. Maybe one demon, but a lot of demons. All hell right. no. All right. All hell right. no. Hell no. Which demons are from the abyss? Or hell? It depends. No, the abyss, right? Depends what kind of fiction you're into. Ah, it doesn't matter. It anyway. doesn't matter. It, yeah. Devils, demons, they're kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, so I would say this is a good argument, but. How about the demons, for example, from Dying Light or Left 4 Dead? Those are all very fast, uh, or zombies, sorry, uh, zombies. They're very fast, like running, or Daisy, not yeah, Daisy, yeah. World War Z. They're really fast, they're usually pretty strong, and I don't know if they're smart, but they're really just physically... more, At least more intelligent also than the sort of regular... Yeah, like the, the Walking Dead zombies. If you take the Walking Dead zombies, that's easy, I'll pick those over demons. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you, and then if you take demons from like Doom, just ask the Doom Slayer what he thinks about it, and he just loads his shotgun and shoots the, the Kaka demon, flying right. demon, right behind you and says nothing because he just shoots and he, rips he and tears. He rips and tears. Yeah. Until it's done. He does. So, in a way, I would. It depends on the situation, is the conclusion. I, what type of demons and what, what type kind of, of zombies. zombies and what sort of person you are, right? I mean, you can kill yeah. Walking Dead zombies with spades and shovels. But if you have like a huge gun arsenal and are trained military dude, or like some kind of rage-filled slayer dude, who know. knows? Mm. I mean, it's definitely cooler to fight demons. I feel like. it is cooler, especially when Mick Gordon plays in the background. Exactly. Or Meshuga. That's. I, I mean, that's a requirement. <laughs> a requirement. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you pick up the <laughs> weapon, it's done. Yeah, it has to play uh, the only thing that fears you. Yeah. yeah. So Ouija board, we are unsure. Yeah. All right, so the last dilemma, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? It's the age-old question. Sparkles. Vampires versus werewolves. Sparkles versus hares. God, Team I've Edward seen those movies and I don't remember a single thing about them. Uh, I remember them being able to run very fast. That is true. And vampires they, they or werewolves. break like ice or something. Uh, really? They do, I think. Am I, am I, maybe I'm just... <laughs> sort of yeah, getting things confused. All right, right I'm so, typing it in. The, yeah, the app is playing. Also, it's doing a bit weird. Like it's yeah, slow. Yeah, it's a bit slow. It's sort of like oh, it's glitching. Oh, whatever. Okay, kind of glitchy also. Oh, the all oh, right. Let's uh, yeah, it's done. Let's let's hit the note thing. All right, hit it. Uh, it says nothing. It says nothing. Why are you not saying a thing? That's oh, there we go. It does say it's that vampire. That's not really behaving as it should. It says, I will not hurt you. You are just such a darling for bringing light and life to this place. Um, oh, I, I know. This this might be a reference to, to The Shining. Because the quote goes, uh, don't worry, darling. You're, you're the, life, the light of my life, but I will bash your brains in. Wow. That's, it's that's dark. the quote. Yeah, I remember this is like a... Um, so it quotes The Shining. But in an indirect and weird way. It's kind of strange. That but it does strange. say it's a vampire, so let's discuss that. All right. Do we agree? Vampire. Do we agree? What's cool about vampires? <sighs> um, it's cool that they're sort of... They're, they can fly, usually. They can fly. They're usually very... Uh, they, charismatic. Yeah. They can hypnotize they people. They can hide in the shadows. That's kind of cool. Mm. They, they're like fangs. <laughs> they have fangs. But I would argue a wolf has better fangs than vampire. Right? That's true. And wolf better smell. Like, like, they're faster. They smell better. Yeah. I already said that. They I think personally, I don't agree. I'd rather be a werewolf mm -hmm. because it's much easier to blend in. You don't require like a, a diet of pure blood. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you can just diet. eat meat, you know. Right. So, and you only get turned in world once full moon, exactly. right? Exactly. Is that real? fucking awesome. Okay. Um, That's really cool. But being a vampire, right, you can, um, you're like more human when you're a vampire because you're intelligent. You can get very old, so you can, you know, true experience true. other times. And I would be very curious as to what the future holds. That's a very compelling argument. Right. And then your vampires but are also immortal. Also, I just think I get bored of it mm. at some point. I don't know. Is it is it really? But that's another question. Is it really? Do you really want to live forever? You know. Okay, but but as a vampire, you can fly. That's a, that's a thing. And I want to see as a what werewolf, you can turn into a fucking monster and 
But you're not immortal, right? You just die. You're not immortal. No human. And you it's have to true. sort of be every time it's full moon. You have but, to say like, I mean, oh. doesn't 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 death give life meaning? Mm. But as a vampire, you kill people, so you know you kill them. So maybe then you get meaning. <laughs> so there's still meaning in that. Is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. There's meaning in killing people. There's meaning in killing people because this is this is going to get us cancelled. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was already a bit questionable, but yes, now exactly. it's really done for. I'm going to take a sip of water. You know, <laughs> just as a vampire, I think uh, better. No, yeah, when, when you're a werewolf, it's full moon, and then people are like, oh, do you want to come to this party? You're like, yeah, no, I have to you go just to the dentist. You have to cancel those nights, but it's a small sacrifice to make mm. compared to, you know, But the trade for blood. a vampire is like way bigger as well. I don't think so. Maybe it's why, why? it tastes good even when you're having to I drink it. I don't think so. I'm gonna Being a werewolf is, is really cool. I feel like you get to hang around. I agree, it's cool. Run really fast. Yeah, being a beast. Literally. I mean, just being a beast, that's awesome. But but how about you just roar like a werewolf and if I'm not convinced, then you're not a real werewolf. I'm not going to roar like a Go werewolf. Go like, oh, oh. <laughs> that, That's a vampire. That's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Wait, um, what the app is? Um, hey, that's weird. a little thing on its own now. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. It's spelling out something. It's so crappy, man. It's Why did I download this? Watch out. Watch out? Are you sh yeah. Oh, really? It does say watch out. Did I type a question? Oh, now it's gone. Uh, this app is cracked. It just closed. It just closed down. Jesus Christ. That's really hacky. And my is, phone. is that like a scary thing it does to sort of spook you out? It just says watch out and then it closes. I mean, my phone is is is, is, is it's 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 black black screen now, so I I don't know how funny that I is. You just have to force reset it. I think. Yeah, I think it just crashed it. Uh, That's don't, interesting. Don't download the. App. You sure it's, this isn't like a virus or yeah, you know, or like those bit Bitcoin Bitcoin miner things? Jesus. All right. Well, I think it's time then to move on to the next segment. What a great segment. What a the great app. app. Closed down, so. Watch out. Ooh, and then it crashes your phone. Stupid. Great. Well, all right. Uh, let's move on. Probably nothing. Do you get it back on, though? It's um, starting up. Okay. So it's fixed, oh, hopefully. Probably. Let's never open the app again. That's a good idea. <laughs> And thus, we have come to our last segment. The last segment already, Kim. Yeah, and I wanted to announce this one because we I had... Think, I think the cocktails make it feel like this episode has been flying by. It's been, the first part was a bit rusty and then it was like, uh, there we go, we're yeah. here. So the last segment, yes. and you might already feel it coming, but of this course. one is our returning specialty homebrew geeky guys novelty signature trademark. You're putting section. a lot of words to it. Yes, because it's so good. It's called "That's a Terrible Idea," but but it's Halloween, of course, and yes. that means we're calling it. And that's a that's a terrifying horrible idea. idea. God damn that's it. two different names. I thought we agreed on putting it. That's a terrifying idea. No, 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 no. More horrible idea. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> no, because it's a terrible and then terrifying. That's so linguistically close. It, it's like the same but, but different. Horrible, horrible. Mm, yeah, but it has horror in the title. Yeah, but we never called it. That's a horrible idea. Oh wait, maybe you did. I think we did at some point. No, but I think it was called <laughs> "That's a Terrible Idea." Okay, let's let's settle this. Last year we called it "That's a Horrible Idea." I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure about that too. That's why I assumed <laughs> we'd call it that Makes this sense. year also. But but a new year, a new time for new chances. This is not a new year special special, but let's sure. call it "That's a Terrifying Idea," and then ask you. The listener, what you think is the better name? Sure, we'll do a poll on Spotify probably yeah. because I don't know if it works on other platforms, honestly. <laughs> and then just yeah, go to Spotify, fill in the poll. What's better, terrible idea, which is not better. No, it's terrifying. Or horrible. Oh, a terrifying, terrifying I'm sorry. idea or a horror, horrible idea. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll settle it, and then we'll yes. call it for the rest of our podcasting life. We'll call way. it that way. 
Yeah. Whichever one you pick. So please pick because we don't want. Please to. pick horrible idea. Terrifying idea. So, right, so should we do the horrible idea? Let's do the terrifying idea. Yes. So <laughs> what what did we prepare? Yes. Prepare the, the challenge, right? The challenge is, of course, to think of something. Think of something. What something? <laughs> that's just <laughs> thinking about it. That's that's really <laughs> stupid, actually. Just, just think, think of something. About it. Done. Uh, and then we thought about it. You got 30 seconds? Uh, I'd say a minute. No, let's do 30 let's seconds. Let's do 30 seconds. And then we can get into the exactly. nitty-gritty. Okay, so, so 30 seconds to think of. A Halloween costume, so it has Halloween to be scary, costume, right? Yeah. That is... Two characters from popular culture combined. Like slurped into one. Like, yeah. like, a, like a horrible mutation. Yeah. Or no, whatever you think of. And I think it's my turn to think of the idea now. Yeah, because you thought it was a good idea to call it a horrible idea. So. Yes, so it's my Which turn. Which is a terrifying idea in itself. Amazing. Uh, Should 30 we start? seconds. Let's get 30 into seconds. it. You want to count down? Sure. Let's get into it. Three, two, one. Start it. All right, so um, a Halloween costume, I have no idea about what two characters. Let's do, let's say it's Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus, which is not very Halloween, <laughs> to be honest. All but right. it's Santa Claus combined with um, Jack Nicholson's character from The Shining. So it's a really scary Santa Claus that comes to bring you your presents by cutting down your door <laughs> with, with Here's an axe. Santa! Yeah, here's Santa. And then he. And he has sort of the receding hairline also he doesn't wear, but he does have a big, big uh, beard and an axe. He has an axe. And that's is it time? time? Yes, yeah, wow. time. A big, big hair. Yeah. 30 seconds is really short. That's short, but it's good. We need a challenge. So, because you came up with this um, idea. Let's recap it, or you recap it. I'll recap it and see if I got it right. Santa Claus yes. combined with Jack Nicholson, or uh, not Jack Nicholson. So <laughs> Jack, Nicholson. Uh, Jack from The Shining. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny from The Shining, um, he has an axe and he cuts down your door and he says, here's Santa, or yeah. that's what I feel in That's the way you comes to bring your presents. And that's your costume. Yeah. How would the costume look? I was going to add a lot more, but you know. All right. So, so the costume is Santa, uh, he has his hat, his Santa Claus hat. He does have a Santa Claus hat because it's recognizable. Yeah. But he wears sense. it sort of on the back of his head, so you can see the receding hairline, <laughs> like like Jack has yeah, in, the, yeah. in The Shining a bit. Sure. He has this big, awful grin, oh, yeah. and um, the the woodcutter's flannel, the like the the, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah, blocky one yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholson wears in The Shining. Very good. But with like, maybe just jeans, and then like big Santa Claus-esque boots, mm. a big beard, of course, obviously, yeah. because it's Santa Claus. His hair is white, mm -hmm. and he has a big axe when he comes to cut down your door. That's probably the way he looks. That sounds... And he's carrying presents around, which <laughs> yeah. are filled with guts and... Oh, great. You know, chopped off limbs, Lovely. something like that. And he, he shoves them down the hole in the door. Yeah. He says like, here's Santa! There yeah, and he cuts the door down no, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, it. Okay, let's, let's, re <laughs> let's rate this idea. You should rate it, probably. Okay, you, let's see, the, the objective was to get two characters, which you did, two original characters. It had to be a costume, which I gave you time to describe, which, you know, you can probably wear it as a costume. So yeah, nice. I think it's really doable, right? actually. Doable. Yeah. Also, it's very evocative. You know? <laughs> I yeah. think it's, 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 okay, this is what I really like about it. It's like both a knock, not to horror, for here, Johnny, Yeah. you know, it's like, ooh, niche thing. Also, Santa, people know Santa, so it's original, but it's also niche horror-ish, right? It's both. Right. And then, you know, it's doable, and it's also really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny. It's just, these are the things that came to mind, which I, I called out Santa, and then I thought, <laughs> is that too Christmassy? But then, you know, who You cares? thought, who was... Who, Christmas who was is close enough to Halloween, right? Right. It's, if you think about it, it's only three months. Yeah. About three months. Not, um, not even, right? So uh, October, end of October even. Yeah, it's like so end of October, so it's just November. November, the whole of December. Yeah, so two months. So two months. Jeez, basically. that's a lot. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And it was a costume that had to be scary and Jack Nicholson, or uh, sorry, Johnny is scary. Uh, yeah, just scary. And then Santa being scary is a nice little twist making him scary. Uh, I think this is great. Honestly, I love it. Amazing. It's original. It's, it's not even a bad it's, idea. It's no, it's a terrifying idea, but it's a good idea. 
horrible in the best way. <laughs> I would say. Um, How many pumpkins would you give this? I would give it. Out of, I don't know, what's a scary number? A uh, scary number is 13, of course. 13. How many pumpkins out of 13 pumpkins? <laughs> I would, would give you it give 13 this? pumpkins out of 13 pumpkins in the closet with bones in them and Amazing. blood dripping that's from a, the closet. Horrible. Being in a spooky horrible. cellar. Uh, with with bodies around it and then demons flying around like and zombies walking outside of the door yeah. and then werewolf howling like and then this is really not any serious but i think it's great amazing thank you so much amazeballs i appreciate it <laughs> you made a very good terrifying idea now now i have to dress up as this for halloween i think the Halloween this special. Is my, this is my Halloween costume for this year. Next year, when when you know next when when are we going to record a special? So, someplace, yeah, some time. someplace soon. Yeah, you'll show up in the costume. I'll try, and I'll show up in I'll my costume. See what we can do. Well, I mean, the axe yeah. could come in handy, right? You know, have Who all those dangerous things. You know, I I think this year we should we should we sort of sort of already tell a bit about what we're going to do. Now spill the beans a bit. We can spill the beans a little bit, right? It's I mean, good. obviously, we're doing a Halloween walk again this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's and just, I think is, yeah. this year, you know, the last two years have been kind of scary. And yeah. This year, we're just going for a nice Halloween walk. We're staying not too far away from home. Yep. Not too deep into the darky, foresty. Exactly. Of Hallows, Hallows End. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And, and we're going to do it soon, so you'll probably have to listen to that then. You do. You'll just keep keep you know, keep watch of the channels and, yes. um, and the social media posts. Yes. And you'll see it arriving. And, you know, this is just sort of the, the prep episode. It's sort of the getting into yeah, Halloween. Yeah, sort of getting that ready. The, the Halloween special is really what you, if you are a fan of Halloween like us, go listen to the Halloween yeah, special. Yeah. Obviously, also... Just follow us on Spotify or Anchor, wherever you're listening to us. Or, or, you know, and also we have a social media, Twitter. We have social media. Uh, Instagram. There is Facebook. I think we're trying Something to update like all three of them whenever we throw out a post. Yeah. So just follow on one or all of them. Yeah. You'll, you'll not miss it. It'll thing. help us out a great deal. Definitely. Also, like on Spotify, I think you can rate podcasts. So oh, give yeah. us like how many stars you want. But yeah. five stars would be lovely. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, there's also polls on Spotify. We already said this is nice for you to fill in or not. Yeah. Do it, please. If you didn't notice it, this is sort of the self-advertisement segment yeah. of the episode, yeah. which yeah. probably means we're getting close to the end, I think. I think. Yeah, one more plug. If you haven't already, check out the anniversary one. Because yeah, we last exist year. for two years. Uh, two years anniversary. I mean, thinking of it, this will be the third special we're going to do in the in the next one. Yes. For cross-referencing episodes. Third Halloween special. Oh, think about it. Amazing. How, how, how then is a two-year anniversary when this is being third? Because <laughs> this is... Well, because the first year oh, we did a Halloween special. Yeah, yeah. And the second year we did one. Yeah, so that's one year in between. And this, the yeah. third being, but we already... Exactly. Closed, yeah, yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. we. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. This makes sense. But, you know, that's... That, I don't know what I was going to say with this. But this is, this stay is. tuned for the Halloween special. Yeah. And uh, listen back to all their episodes. And then, and then, meanwhile, my phone has gone up. Oh, it works again. It works again. And let's see if it hasn't deleted all, everything on there because the app is malicious. Yes. It's like one of those creepy pastas about cursed... Um, exactly. Cursed pastas. software. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, you know the one, Ben Drowns? I don't know that one. Oh, this is interesting for you. Um, it's the. It's about Zelda. Or it's, I think, a Zelda cartridge. Like a, like a from right. a game GameCube. I don't know which Zelda. And it was from a guy named Ben. Like, like I don't know, the story's about they find the cartridge yeah. in, a, in a yard sale or a car sale. And it had a tape on it with Ben. Like, it was Ben's save file. Sure, yeah. And then it turned out Ben was a guy that drowns. So wow. Then That's scary already. <laughs> it's already spooky. And then the story goes that with the person that plays it, the game would freeze. Um, and yeah. then this sort of... I, just, I think it was Link, the, the play, character you play as, would appear somewhere else on the screen, like another Link, yeah. just sort of stalking you or being in the screen, like a glitch. Wow. And then I think something about drowning was also in there. So Scary. I think there's like a water level and then you drown. Kind of like cursed software. Cursed software. We like, didn't even talk about Bolivia. 
Oh, know, that's yeah. That's also a great should. example of Didn't scary pastas. Yeah, that's good. Which is also a nice story. Yeah. You know, there's a film about Polybia. The Polybia there side. is? Yeah, it's, wow. it's uh, this made by these Brit, Brit guys um, that are all, I think all of them are like YouTubers with separate channels and they band it together. To do a, like a documentary yeah. style film about it is It is a fiction film. Oh, right. Uh, I think it was a comedic. Uh, and I, I I think I intend on watching it because uh, you know I know a few of those YouTubers. Yeah. But the guy that made this this huge video about it, uh, Retro Ahoy, I think. Something with, with the soothing British voice. He yeah. also worked on it. So. Right. Right. Uh, Amazing. But, yeah. But the app is working and um, works again. It does seem to be glitching out majorly. It's weird. Look, it's almost like it's a, so weird. Maybe it. close it down to be sure. Yeah. Ooh, what does it say? Does it say something again? Yeah, it's saying something. It's saying we didn't even type in anything. <laughs> no, I think it's yeah, it's glitching up, man. It's saying 